Welcome to the Itty Bitty Podcast. I'm your host, Perry Phillips, and because I've killed so many brain cells, I feel like I'm getting dumber as I'm getting older. So the podcast is a great way to learn more about the things that I love. So each week we take a look at topics from the world of pop culture, including music, shout out to hip hop, movies, sports, comic books, video games, psychedelics, cannabis, and more. And the format might not always remain the same from week to week. I'm all over the place. What can I say? And I love the idea of a podcast that changes and grows with our listeners. So before we get too far, if you're listening so far, head over to ittybittypodcast.com to subscribe to the show on the platform of your choice. And make sure to say hi to us on social media. It's pretty much at ittybittypodcast for everything. Um, But without further ado, man, the Itty Bitty Podcast is anything but Itty Bitty. So let's get it going. Okay. I apologize for missing last week's episode. I did not want to, you know, just push out an interview that um, that wasn't um, one that I wanted to do. So I wanted to wait until I had something lined up. And this week I promised you I would have a really good interview to make up for it. And I think I did just that. So my guest is... He does a really good job. He's really unique, and he blends the world of hip-hop, pop culture, video games. You know, it's hard to kind of label him as as a nerdcore rapper or whatever, but he, he he's really unique about his, his style, and he actually has really good lyrics, and so um, it's not like a gimmicky type of, of thing he's got going on, so we talk a little bit about that. But anyway, my guest is Mega Ran. Um He's a hip-hop artist, formerly named Random, and so we talk a little bit about the name change, about his, his how he got into hip-hop, and his relationship with like the nerd community. So it was an awesome interview. I'm really, really pleased with how it came out, and I know that a lot of people are stuck inside, so hopefully this will give you something fun to listen to while you're you know trying to get through all the stuff that's going on. So Without further ado, this is not a podcast about Mega Ran. It's the Itty Bitty Podcast. It's anything but, and it starts now. Welcome to the Itty Bitty Podcast. Yeah. Oh. Oh. It's the Itty Bitty Podcast. Welcome to the Itty Bitty Podcast. I hope everybody's staying safe. Um, and while everybody's on lockdown, I'm sure one of the big things that they're doing is they're they're playing video games, they're listening to music, they're reading comic books. You know, they're they're doing stuff to pass the time, and and all of that stuff is stuff that I love to do. And my listeners know that hip hop is one of my favorite things in the world, and you seem to combine all of that stuff into one. So my guest this week is Megaran. Megaran, thank you for coming on the show. Um, uh, dude, thank you for having me. Appreciate you. So tell my listeners a little bit about you. So I know a little bit about you, former teacher. Um, so shout out to to you for for being a, a man of education because we need people in education and uh, I know it's not like the most I know they don't get paid nearly enough what they of what they should so um, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself you know how you got into music 
and a little bit about your story. Oh, cool. Well, uh, yeah, as you said, I was a former teacher uh, from Philadelphia. Um, I grew up just loving hip hop, loving video games kind of equally. And uh, throughout the years, I just tried to figure out a way to make them both a bigger part of my life. You know, even going through college and teaching and and all that, I would still make sure I'm, I've tried to make time for for including hip hop video games in my life and even in like lessons and, you know, in the process of putting together like teaching curriculum stuff. I would, uh, I would try my best to work those things in because I realized that the kids I was teaching were also into that stuff. So, you know, being able to speak the language is a huge advantage. So that was something that um, I definitely tried to use to my advantage. So I became like what they called the cool teacher uh, because of that. But it was just some, you know, really fun times. But eventually music kind of took over. Uh, I made a project, a couple projects about my favorite video games like Mega Man and um, Final Fantasy VII and others. And then we just uh, went from there and things just kind of blew up, you know, and just took me to a new place. And uh, and it just got bigger and bigger. And uh, eventually I couldn't do both. So I stepped away from education to become a full-time musician in uh, 2011. So since then, I've been uh, I've been here just doing what I do. So yeah, that was one of the things that drew me to you originally was because I was a big Mega Man fan when I was a kid. That was like one of my favorite games. I still, I have the Switch and I play it on the Switch and I have, I think I have it for Super Nintendo. I got to dig it out. But um, yeah, that's, Mega Man was always one of my favorite games. It was just, I used to put mm -hmm. my hand through my sleeve when you pretend like you had the Mega <laughs> Man hand, handgun. And um, <laughs> so that was what it drew me to you initially. Um, but the th other thing is that you could actually, you can actually really rap. Like, it's not like a gimmick. It's not, you know, you, when, if you listen to your lyrics, you actually do a really good job of, of painting a picture. And a lot of times when you're, if you listen to hip hop, the one thing that I love about good hip hop is when they're telling, when somebody's telling a story and I feel mm -hmm. like you kind of have to tell your story through like if you're like for your song about like the Randalorian that that song for instance mm -hmm. like you're telling the story of both you know your story and the Mandalorian and you gotta have to do you do a really good job of kind of doing both you do you know what I mean does that make sense yeah thank you I appreciate it man um I try to do that with the songs like on one side you people may look at it and think it's a, a surface level song where it's just about that thing like uh mega man or uh, splash woman comes to mind particularly it's a love song but uh if you peel back some layers of it you realize that it's uh it's not just about a video game you know or not just about star wars or in the case of the mandalorian so i try my best to make sure these songs have several layers and it's very important to me to rap well so thank you for that um for telling me that because a lot of people will look at this on the surface and be like, oh, man, it's a rap about video games. It's probably going to be terrible. Uh, it's probably going to be cringy, and they're probably not going to know how to rap. But it's very important to me to know how to rap. And so, therefore, I've studied it. I've been a part of hip-hop culture my entire life. I've been a fan since, you know, the late 80s. And, um, and it's very important to me to give, even whether it's a video game, or whether it's uh, anything. I said something about that like in a song. I said, whether I'm rapping about robots or growing up with no pop, I put my all in whatever I drop. You know, so right. it's it's that's very important to me to be 
to be like given 110% to the construction of these rhymes and, and beats uh, to make sure that this stuff can, can hang, you know, like it's not, it's not a gimmick. Uh, it's something that I do because I, I love and appreciate it. No, it's, I mean, from the beats to like the wordplay to the flow, everything, everything really blends together well um, in a way that just, yeah, it's, it's almost like it's, it's a different, it doesn't have to be, the same as everything else. I mean, it doesn't have to be put into one thing, I think. So I think you do mm -hmm. a good job. So that's why part of the reason I wanted to talk to you. So who are some of your influences? You said you've been listening since the late 80s. So what what type of hip hop did you get into when you first, what was the first like aha moment? I think it was Beastie Boys for me. Beastie um, Boys? Listening to a lot of early Beastie Boys. That was one um, of my first too was Beastie Boys. They got me kind of going. Oh, yeah, a lot of the Def Jam stuff. There was Beastie Boys. There was LL Cool J, uh, Run DMC. There was a Public Enemy after that. So a lot of that stuff, you know, just just boom bap beats like and and storytelling. You know, every one of them always had a story. There was always like this long story about going to another place or meeting someone crazy and having to fight through something like a almost like a Western movie. You know, they always felt like movies. And so that's what attracted me to hip hop is that there was a story element because when I was young, I was a writer and um, later on I became an English major. But I was really into creative writing. And, uh, and I think that's where a lot of my hip hop imagination came from was just writing these like just ridiculously, you know, epic tales, and uh, and then somehow just turn that into rap rap songs. Did you start out with like a specific a specific goal in mind when you first started hip hop? Did you did you say I want to you know go from this point to this point? Do I want to. I just want to be able to hang. I think that was really it. I just wanted to make music that. Bring something new to the to the marketplace, so to speak. You know, um, I knew that there was a lot of very talented people around and a lot of folks that don't get their just due. But I wanted to make music that fit uh, that I would like and that I would be looking for. You know, like where's the music from the perspective of the nerd who also loves you know great beats and and rhymes and storytelling, but also wants to hear references about the things that they they're into. So. That's really what it was. I was trying to fill a void, you know, by rapping to myself as a fan. Like, what do you want to hear? Right. You know, so when I heard Wu-Tang, I knew that there was um, a place for something like this. I mean, uh, these guys are like rap nerds, you know, they're, right. they're legit geniuses that can rhyme and they're they're street hardened. But these guys are, are deep down. They're kids who are products of the TV shows and cartoons and kung fu flicks that they took in. So, uh, so that really inspired me. And then later on, MF Doom, um, you know, Deltron. You know, I was just like, wow. Now I can see what where hip hop can go, like through space and time. Uh, you know, through creativity and, and and raps that that anything anything can be done. It's funny because when you were when like when I was growing up like liking nerd stuff and and being into geeky stuff usually was almost certainly a way to get picked on or, or you know messed with and now it's almost like everybody wants in on you know avengers was one of the biggest movies of all time star wars is blown up to where they make their non-stop star wars all the time um yeah. it's just kind of blown up to where 
even if you you're in that niche it's just it's almost like the possibilities are endless with the type of music that you do just because there's so many different there's so many different um you know avenues that you could go i know that i've noticed that on twitter that that anytime like a new pop culture event or something happens like you know that's big like you know mandalorian just was the last one that that mm-hmm. i can remember um and you you made a song that go, coincided with that. I mean, that's kind of keeping you relevant every time. I just I just think that's a genius move to keep yourself relevant and 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 kind of and that's move what, forward and stuff. Thank you, but that that's that's literally what hip hop is. I mean, I, I do some workshops and teach kids about hip hop and the actual meaning of hip hop. To be hip is to be current, to know what's going on. And the hop refers to the the beat will, that will make you want to move, you know. So I think it's always been hip hop's job to be like on the pulse of what's happening, you know. Uh, we whenever something happens, people make a joke like, "Oh, I can't wait to hear the first rapper to mention COVID nineteen in a song," you know, or something right. like that, because it's it's typically you know rap's job to stay current when it comes to those type of things. So people expect to hear a punchline or something reflecting something that's currently happening. So, uh, so yeah, so that's just me taking, you know, what I know about hip hop and and translating it to the things that I, the other stuff I love, which is like the pop culture stuff. And it doesn't always work and it doesn't always inspire me. So it it takes some, it takes a piece of music or a piece of content that's inspiring like the Mandalorian to, to get me to do something. I mean, there's been 10 million Marvel movies to, 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 you know, draw an example it's been a ton of Marvel movies, but I haven't made any Marvel rap songs, you know. Oh, really? Uh, and I love, you know, and I love Marvel comics too. So it's strange, but for whatever reason, I just haven't, you know, haven't done it. So, you know, so I don't want. Uh, sometimes it's a situation where when I'm into something, I just want to enjoy it separately and not think of it like, oh, this is a homework assignment. Right. You know, like let me let me take notes while I'm watching. Yeah. And uh, it could be it could be a little weird. So. I like to separate that and make sure that the the music I'm into is because I'm into it, you know, and not because of it being popular on the internet. Right. Now, you were talking about like the evolution of hip hop. I've talked on the podcast before about how no other music really changes like hip hop does and still kind of keeps itself relevant like you were saying. Like if you think of country music and you go back, you know, a few couple, a couple years, you know, let's say you go back country music 20 years, it's got that twangy, it's a lot slower. Now you see hip hop has kind of overtaken country. It's kind of reinvented itself with more, you know, you've got like that dude Colt Ford. I don't really know much about country, but I've, I've heard a couple names. Um, and you got like um, rappers like Yellow Wolf. Um, that kind of have that country tw- twang to them as well. Um, mm-hmm. Where was I going with that? Uh, there's another guy, Kane Brown. I don't know if you heard of him. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, really talented cat. Like, and when I listen to his music, I'm like, is this country? You know, like I right. realize that the line is being blurred. It's 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 R and B. Right. It's Blanco Brown's the, really good. Yeah, same. So I, I I listen to a lot of this stuff, and I'm like, oh, country is completely changing. That right. Florida Georgia Line song, uh, if it's meant to be, it'll be. <laughs> I mean, that is a rap song, right? With with southern accents, like there's no question about it. It's a snap beat. You know what I mean? It's it's a totally trap song, right? But 
it, it's amazing. I'm glad you brought this up. Sorry to take it a whole different no. direction, but but the the Lil Nas X situation with whether this song was country and all that was hilarious to me because country has been borrowing pieces of of hip hop culture and R and B culture little by little, and then when a kid who looks like a rapper is making music, they don't necessarily want to call it country. There's some minor. Uh, I don't want to say racism, but there's definitely some things that that rub me the wrong way about that whole argument. Um, but especially when you consider the birth and the originality or the origination of country music rooting in the blues, which right. is black music, you know. Exactly, so yeah. um, I, I feel like all of the music is is music. I don't even think the 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 idea of genre is. It makes this makes no sense. It's only made for the Grammys and right. for these other folks, you know, because rap is blending genres every day. And there's literally a rap song that's within every genre of music at this point. And uh, and I think it's awesome. But at the same time, people look at rap as being like the the, the bastard stepchild of, of music. Oh, it's not really music, but. But everyone's borrowing pieces of it, so I find that really, really hilarious. But I hope I know that wasn't your point. Sorry for derailing you. <laughs> no, I mean it, it's uh, that's what I was kind of I was kind of getting at. Like if you look at other music, the way it reinvents itself is it 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 borrows from hip hop. I mean, you know, rock mm-hmm. music going back to classic rock, and then you had rock in the '80s, and then in the '90s you had like grunge, and and you had the hair metal in the '80s. Sorry, and then. Um, you know, it just kind of evolved. And then it got to the point where it was doing rap metal and people listen to like rap metal. And so it just, uh, a lot of music, other music takes from, from hip hop and, you know, hip hop takes and samples from, from other music as well. It's, it's almost like it's like one um, ecosystem and like, and yeah, like you said, it, it should, like the label only exists for, for the Grammy. So I thought that was a good point. Um, but yeah, that was, I was, kind of what I was getting at but yeah yeah I can I understand um I did want to talk about so you know elephant in the room right now everybody's on lockdown um so how has you know this whole COVID-19 thing kind of affected you as a musical artist how have you kind of adapted to my thinking with everything is like so I've I've I lost my job in November I I stood up for myself i'm kind of glad i did because it sounds like they've been handling this this stuff like like really shitty um and so i'm i'm kind of glad that i'm i'm not working there for all this stuff but i'm kind of on the feeling like everybody's joining me in isolation because i've been working from home and everything for for such a long time that it's i've already been on a routine and everything so it's almost like a reset button has kind of been hit and everything's just kind of everything's changed completely. Everything's going to be completely different after this. Um, so how have you as an artist kind of adapted to that with everything going on right now? It's been tough. Um, honestly, I've been strangely optimistic. Um, I know that this is going to turn around and as an indie artist for surviving by basically by the seat of my pants for the past seven, eight years, I'm, I'm used to it. I'm used to coming up with new things. It's like, this reminds me of the day that nowhere near the same, but it's the day that like we realized that like MySpace 
was just not the business anymore. And we're like, oh, no, it's overrun with spam. What are we going to do? All of our fans are here. Like, what are we going to do? And then it was Facebook. And then, you know, we moved to, to Twitter and to other things. And we just figured something out, you know. And uh, and I think that's just what we do. We're, we're you know, creationists. And I think that people who create uh, – are, are, are kind of built for this because we're used to that uncertainty. And, um, you know, on a regular day, I don't know where my rent's coming from 30, 60 days from now, you know? Right. So, so this isn't much different, you know, I know that I have to hustle and, uh, and I enjoy the hustle, you know? So therefore it's just now a new hustle. And, um, this is a time I was just talking, I do a podcast, shameless plug called, uh, no, go ahead. <laughs> called Random Encounters, where I talked to folks. And I, I talked to DJ Kubert yesterday, and he was saying this is the perfect time now to pick up a new skill, you know? And mm -hmm. for anybody who's at home, like, get on the internet, take some classes, read on how to do things. I, I just built my PC. Uh, I just built a recording studio in my home all in the past two weeks. I'd never done that before in my life. So, so just learning things from the internet or from friends. You know, so it's it's uh, it's opportunity. That's what right. this is. People, you can look at it as a setback or you can look at it as an opportunity. And uh, I prefer to look at it as an opportunity. I'm a glass half full kind of guy all the time. So that's definitely where I am. Right. No, I, I, I it's not a vacation. That's the thing that I, I think a lot of people are need mm -hmm. to be aware of. Like, it's not it's just because stuff is shut down. It's if you treat it like a vacation, like take a couple days process what's going on. Uh, the, the thing I've been saying is that it's, it's, they're not, everybody's going to make it out of this. It's It's a scary time because not everybody's gonna make it out one with getting sick from the actual disease. Um, two, you're going to have people who have PTSD just from, you know, the unknown, you know, you're going to have kids who are growing up, you know, not knowing the kids that are kind of on that cusp, the, the cusp of that age. Um, mm -hmm. You're going to have medical workers who are going to have issues and stuff just from, you know, from PTSD and all that stuff. So it's going to be, a, it's going to be an interesting time to see. And so I think if you have the ability to work from home and you, and you, you know, you can make moves and stuff while you're not, while you have downtime, you should do it. Like I've, I'm trying to focus on, selling stuff online, making sure that there's income coming in. If, if, you know, everything shuts down, I want to make sure that I have as much income coming in as I can. I'm not just sitting, you know, waiting for something to happen. Um, so that's the thing I've been saying. It's not a vacation. If you treat it like a vacation, you're going to, you know, the, everything's going to start up and you're going to get left behind. So that's the truth. Yeah, that is the truth. Like it's not a vacation. That is, um, Wow, that's like the best way to put it, you know. And um, I hope I've that been unemployed since November, advice. so I'm, I've had a lot of time to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> I and, and me, I just I don't know. I thrive. I, I don't want to say I thrive, but I just really, I've always been a, a guy who works best with pressure. You know, right. with my back against the wall. You no know, throughout now. college, always waited for the last minute to get something done, and, and it always happened. You know, I needed that. I needed that pressure. Uh, I need my back against the wall. To create to work and and if I knew that I had a paycheck coming every Friday, I don't know if I'd work as hard, right. you know. And uh, I, I don't know if I'd stay motivated if I knew that there was just some fund for for rappers or for creatives that was going to come to me no matter what, whether I did a good job or a bad job. I don't know if I would really be motivated. So 
this is the best way I think to live. And I think hopefully everyone's going to come out of this with a whole different mentality. Like, Hey, we don't know when everything could stop again. Right. But when it did the last time we, we got prepared, you know? So I think that this is going to show a lot of people what they're made of. And you're right. Like people won't make it. People maybe, maybe that we know and love, God forbid, you know, might not make it. And, uh, but I do think that, the people that do come out of this are going to come out of it stronger and uh, more prepared than ever. Yeah. I really hope that, that we've hit a turning point and this is like an eye opener for a lot of people, especially like just in, in general, as far as um, I've always been one to try to go after it, even if, you know, I've, I've, I've fucked up. I've, I've failed. I've done this. I've done that. And, but I've tried different things to figure out what I want to do. And now I kind of have an idea of where I want to go, what I want to do. And I'm happier now. Like I had anxiety when I was at my last job, my last job. I've talked about this before. I, I was in sales. I wore a suit and tie every day. Uh, I worked part time even just cause I hated being there that much. I worked part time and I made like 60 grand a year. Um, wow just or not not that much like 55 grand a year um okay. but i hated it it was like those four days was just you know and i would knew i was fortunate and i was lucky and everything like that but it almost was like a good thing now i don't have the anxiety that i had every day going into work like i used to drive into work literally feeling like like i was you know having a mild palpitation heart palpitations and i would couldn't understand why wow. and then i stopped going to work and i'm like that stopped happening and there it uh, is. And so I just I've always been a big proponent of, yeah, just going for it. And I hope that a lot of people like realize that this is an opportunity to to especially if you're in the podcasting space. And I'm not somebody who's like, you know, you know, you have a podcast, your competition. I think that if, <laughs> if you're looking for an excuse to start a podcast, that was the time like you can, do, time. you can do anything. You could do a daily like uh, quarantine diary. Like at this point, people are just looking for content. And so I think that, yeah, to take it as an opportunity. So anyway, we got uh, off track, but so, uh, <laughs> let's, uh, let's talk about what, what type of stuff you've done. Like, what type of collaborations have you done with, you know, what's some of the stuff that we've seen your work in? Like, what's your repertoire of work? Let's kind of take a we'll walk down some of this, the, the, your prouder moments in your career. Okay. Well, um, let's see. I've just last year did a song for ring of honor wrestling, uh, for, um, their super card of honor show, which took place during WrestleMania weekend. Uh, we made a song called Go Into the Garden about uh, Madison Square Garden. And uh, and that was a lot of fun. Um, before that, I'd done a few songs for wrestlers here and there. We did one for a guy named TJ Perkins, who's now in Impact Wrestling. Um, before that, my song Splash Woman had popped up in a couple different TV shows. It was in um, a show called Portlandia that I used to love a lot. Mm. And, uh, it was on Tosh.0. Uh, and a, you know, on MTV a couple times, right. and um, but I think where people, I think most of my like big break came was from Mega Man. Like I did a a, a Mega Man tribute album called Mega Ran, and uh, I thought that was catchy. And uh, we did that in uh, 2007, and it was Mega Man's 20th anniversary, and that was like kind of like my gift to Mega Man. I made this album about like what if I woke up and I was Mega Man, and um. Capcom heard it. They they messaged me about it. They uh, partnered with me. 
um, gave me the first license to a uh, to an independent artist from a major video game company, um, which then led to more travels, more going to play at Comic Cons and other really cool spots. Um, then I did something similar with Final Fantasy VII. We made an album called Black Materia, which is by far been my biggest project. Um, I, I remember the day that it went sort of viral, like yesterday. It, it just kind of popped up. And um, on Reddit, on the first page, and a lot of people were texting me like, "Oh my gosh, you're on Reddit! Like you're you're it's blowing up!" And then that same day, like PlayStation Magazine called me, and like GamePro and a bunch of other magazines, like for interviews. And uh, and I was just like, "Whoa, this is this is kind of getting big!" Right. And a uh, Game Informer put it in their magazine. They put it as like a holiday buy or something like that. And uh, and so yeah, things started really moving from there. And that was when I first uh, quit my job. So I think it was the definitely the the, the Black Materia album, which has kind of like really kind of set me apart in what I've been doing. And uh, so I'm working on now a remake version to to come out at the same time as the Final Fantasy VII remake. So I'm really excited about that. I'm assuming you've played the demo. That's probably a stupid question. Oh yeah, How, I love it. Yeah, I was gonna say, what'd you think of it? I played it through. It was dope. I'm. I was a big fan of the game when I was uh, growing up. The two disc set or whatever they did. I remember that big thick with the uh, the green PlayStation. Uh, what did it say? Classics. Um, yeah, that shit's like my childhood. So I'm excited for that one. <laughs> really excited for that. Uh, so you must get all the cool like stuff. They do they send you all the cool stuff from like Mega Man and all that stuff. Uh, not not that much once in a while like they'll send me demos when the new stuff comes out or like an early code to play a game um they flew me out to do like a little uh, they were doing a documentary series right before Mega Man 11 came out with IGN about like all the different Mega Man games and what they meant to people so that was cool um so I've, I've had some cool invites to some some really like awesome stuff um i gotta say that's been that's been like the best part of it is like the games i grew up playing like the people now who make them like know who i am so that's honestly been the best part of it is that not only that they know who i am but they like appreciate my work and uh and that's not something i ever thought was what was possible can i ask you why you changed your name well uh because random which was my original name is uh, really difficult to uh, locate on the internet. Uh. The word random in itself is just like, means like not easy to find, (laughs) you know? So uh, typing in random rapper uh, might get you all all kinds of things on Google. (laughs) So now though, I'm very happy to say, it's funny that it happens now after I changed my name, but if you Google random rapper now, you get Mega Ran, <laughs> which no. is funny. That's uh, funny. So for a while I was random, then I was random, aka Mega Ran, then I was just Mega Ran. Um, what I've done with this is probably not recommended. I think changing your professional name is a really tough reboot for for a lot of things, a lot of reasons. And so therefore, some of my stuff says random, some of my stuff says Mega Ran. I had to go back, I had to delete things, re-upload it. You lose all your play counts, you lose everything. So uh Really be sure when you pick your name for your podcast, for your thing, any of your creative endeavors, make sure that name, one, isn't used by someone else, and two, is easy to locate. Uh, you know, I wasn't thinking about the Google ability of random at the time when I came up with it. Uh, it was based on a comic book character. 
um, who popped up in the X Factor. Uh, and it was this guy who could uh, shape shift. And uh, he was a really, really cool looking character, big and muscular with like a with sunglasses and like a like goggles and a do rag. And like he could just shape shape shift. And I thought, oh, that's me, you know, with music. I, I could shape shift. So that was that was where random came from. Um, if I was thinking, I would have just maybe changed the I don't know, changed the A to a four and then the O to a zero, maybe done like leet speak or something with it. Um and then just kept it the same way, but um, but yeah, man, I uh, I had to change the name just because I wanted it to be easier to find. You're like uh, Bruce Lee. What does he say? You like water? That's like, like water. Yeah. Be water, my friends. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Um, <laughs> I just got myself off topic. Uh oh, I just lost my train of thought. Um, <laughs> I'll be all right. So. Uh, that I think that was the big lesson that have you watched Tiger King yet? I know you've probably seen the scene. No, not yet. I've been hearing the internet talking about it, but I have not. Yeah. That's a big thing in there. It's, it's a big, a big point of that is, is uh, getting the name to show up on the internet. There's a whole thing about like, he tries to steal this lady's name and shit. And it's a wild documentary. I recommend watching it. It, You'll go through it really quickly. It's the, it's yeah, it's, it's, insane all the people are insane i've watched it twice i watched it once through and i was like my wife has to see this and so i made her watch it with me and we watched it through in like the span of a day so she's a nurse my my wife said i need to watch it too so we're probably going to watch it together maybe even tonight um she's she's funny like that if i would have watched it before her then she wouldn't have wanted to watch it she's like no you already seen it so you know but uh so yeah we're waiting for each other to watch it yeah Full disclosure, I got I I went out so this past weekend. I know you're not supposed to like be out and about. I went out to the woods, and so uh, I went out to the woods with a couple of uh, buddies of mine, and uh, I did a little bit of uh, uh, acid just because uh, we had had this this plan for a while, and so I was okay. out there for a while. Just you know, we did our thing. Then I went back home like hours later, like that nighttime went home and I got home and the first thing I put on was the time I get home. And that's the first thing that shows up on Netflix is tiger King. I'm like, all right, I'm going to watch this to wind down. And it was not the best thing to watch. It'll, it'll have you on the edge of your seat. It's definitely wild. So. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm looking forward to checking it out. <laughs> um, so anyway, so what are some games that you're playing right now with uh, everything being shut down? What are some some of your – let's talk some video games for a little bit. Dude, well, last night I was playing NBA 2K20. Uh, my team made the playoffs, and then the, the computer just started cheating me unmercifully in the first round. So I'm Who's down 0-2. Uh, I'm the Suns. Suns, I figured. And uh, – and they're not like my team team, but in this game, I created a player and he got drafted Suns. And man, like they are cheating so bad. I'm down 0-2 because they're just making every shot. It is so frustrating. So um, I don't know if I'm going to get back on that anytime soon. That was frustrating. But uh, I am waiting for my Nintendo Switch to come in the mail so I can play Animal Crossing. And um, should I get Animal Crossing? Is it that good? I'm I'm afraid well, I'm, I'll lose my wife to it. That's I haven't my, played the new fear. one yet, but it's it's probably a fun game for her to watch you play or you guys watch each other play together, type of thing. Um, I think you'd enjoy it, really. 
Um, but if you haven't played the old ones, then I'm not sure. No, but I think she'll like it too much. Like she, she plays <laughs> Township or whatever that game is on her phone, and oh, she's a big yeah. Legend of Zelda fan. So we have the the couple of Zelda games for the Switch, and those are her like favorite games. But I think Animal Crossing would be like I would just lose the TV, I'd lose her, <laughs> and she would just be yeah. stuck in it but it looks good i don't know anything <laughs> about it aside from what i've seen online but it looks interesting yeah that's uh i think in that case you'll enjoy it but yeah you have to be careful you just might lose your wife to it i finally started um, the witcher 3 i had never played any of the witcher games and it was uh, on witcher, sale so I, I grabbed that great game great game i just played the demo to tomb raider what is the tomb raider shadow of the tomb raider mm. and uh I'm like about to purchase that today because the the demo was so good. Those things um, work. Like at yeah, the end of the yeah. Final Fantasy demo, it's like purchase. I'm like, yes. <laughs> yeah, that. absolutely. <laughs> yeah, so I played that demo. I played the Resident Evil 3 demo and I'm ready to purchase that. Uh, so yeah, there's this is like a crazy time for games. I'm glad that none of these games have been like pushed back. But if everything comes out on time, then this is going to be a crazy next few weeks. Yeah. You know, they need to get Resident the last of us. Oh man, I can't wait for that. That's so I'm still playing the first prepared. one. I didn't beat it yet, but it's uh it's free. It was free on PlayStation, so I started playing that. Uh that was usually be my late night game. Like I play something for about 30 40 minutes before I go to bed. How far did that. you get in the first one? Uh where am I now? I'm not super far. I'm like Okay, let's see. The I don't want to give away too much to anybody who might be listening. Oh, so we but... spoil shit on here all the time. You just say spoilers. <laughs> spoilers. If you okay. don't want to know, don't listen. Spoilers. <laughs> so the girl all right, so the girl who I was with just like died in like the standoff. You okay. know, um, and then now it's just me and the little girl. So I'm, I feel like I'm pretty you're early not, in the yeah, game. Yeah, you're very early. There's a point in that game. <laughs> the reason I was asking, I won't spoil it for you. Uh, but there's a point in that game that I tried to play it through a second time. I got through it the first time. The second time around, I went to try to do it, and I can't do it. I won't. I, like, it's just, it's the scariest thing ever. So you'll know it when you get there. Um, wow. Oh, but, uh, okay. Yeah, I love that game. It's, uh, so I'm very excited for the sequel. And they're doing a movie or, or, a, or a show or something like I that? I think a series is coming, so I know yeah. that's going to be really good. Yeah. Um. So what else are you playing these days? You play any old school shit? Uh, yeah, I do. I stream a lot. So, uh, twitch.tv slash Mega Ran, by the way. Um, I stream Mega Man Mondays. So, I'll play a Mega Man game. So, on Mondays, I've been playing Mega Man Zero, which are super hard games. Mm. Uh, just very frustrating. Um, and, uh, I just last night played a game called Treachery and Beatdown City. Uh, it's coming out next week for Switch and Steam. It's like a beat em up with uh, rpg elements it's really fun um so yeah i try to play something new usually every week or so but i just got this new pc so i'm like really excited to like play real pc games now mm-hmm. uh so that's why i tried tomb raider on it and it ran perfectly so i was just like man i see why people say this master race stuff like this looks really really good on my pc i know I'm, you know i i want to do it eventually but i can't do i just it need now. a couch in front of my computer that's about the only thing that that pc doesn't have for me it's like you know i want to be sitting on the couch and, and relaxing right yeah while, while i play <laughs> you got to get like a ergonomic chair or something when you're playing on the pc um, yeah 
um, what was I going to say? So what, uh, what have you been watching lately? What are some like, like, what are some things that I should be watching if, if I'm just a casual, you know, if I'm looking for something geeky to get into, what would you recommend? Um, well, it's not really geeky, but I'm definitely geeking out on Ozark on Netflix. Heard good things uh, about been, that. I've been all about it. Um, it's been super fun to watch it. It just gets crazy. I don't know if you've ever watched um, Breaking Bad, mm-hmm. but it feels a lot like that. You know, we're just like things just keep happening. Like, oh my gosh, it's just insane amounts of like drama that happen in this show are like nuts. So uh, it's crazy. Um, so I'd recommend that. Uh, what else am I watching? I just started a uh, an anime, which was the oh man, what is it now? Oh, Kengan Ashura on on Netflix. On Netflix, Re- really, really good. Um, that's it, really. I haven't spent a lot of time watching stuff. Honestly, yeah. I'm like. I'm in I'm in full grind mode, so I'm I'm creating every day, right. you know. So so I don't have a lot of time to sit around and watch stuff until I do something at the very end of the, you know, like end of the day is usually when I when I pull something like that out. So what's the process behind? So like let's say uh, let's say something comes out and you do a, you want to do a song for it. Like what's the process for? It? Do do you hear about something coming out and then you're you're like all right I want I'm going to want to write something about that. Or do you usually just watch something and then you get inspired to write a song about it? How does that process usually work? Yeah, I I get inspired. And when I get inspired, I'm like, I'll sit down and write, but, um, but everything I watch doesn't do it. I don't know. It's just like a weird thing. If I, if I hear it, you know, then I know, you know, but, uh, I can't really explain it. You know, it's, it's a, it's a weird, weird tick in my brain, honestly. But like when it when it hits me, I'm like, oh, I got to get to work on this. Like, right. but um, even when I'm watching stuff, I'm definitely listening. I'm checking for music. I'm listening to the sound design on a TV show, on a cartoon, anything. And um, and when I hear something that like just that, I don't know, it, it perks up a certain point in my brain. Then I'm like, all right, I need to really study this. And then I'll go try to search for another version of the the track to listen to it. And I'm like, ah, false alarm. It doesn't move me or yeah, this is it. And then, so yeah, there's really not a process, but when I do hear it, I just sit, I get in front of the computer. Someone always has it on YouTube or somewhere. And then I can, I can listen to it on the loop. And that's when I'll start kind of getting ideas for how to make it work. And it doesn't always work. You know, um, the Witcher, I try to do something with, uh, Toss a coin to the Witcher twice. First time it did not work. Second time it really did work out, but I had to get some help. So I reached out to a guy, DJ Joe, who had done a, a cover of Toss a Coin. And uh, but we sped it up a bit and we did this really like unique beat progression with uh, my man Rifty Beats and uh, then Kadesh Flow and Oh My joined. So it wound up being like a five person collab, but but it turned out just the way I wanted it, but it wouldn't have happened earlier than that you know right now so you had mentioned earlier i'm all over the place i'm sorry but uh you had mentioned earlier about how capcom have capcom had reached out to you about mega ran um have you ever 
like wanted to be included in a Mega Man game, like have the character of Mega Man in a Mega Man uh, game? And would you want to no, be a hero no, or a villain? Don't. Oh, no, I don't want to be in any video games. No? Nah, who, who would want? Just kidding. Of course I would want to be in a video game. Like, that is the dream, you know? Like, who wouldn't want to be a part of that? Especially a game that I love so much, like Mega Man. So that would be incredible. Um, I don't know if it'll ever happen or how to even make it happen, but I think that what I want to do is uh, just keep doing what I do. And um, I've had people hit me up. It's never really come to fruition, but I've definitely had people hit me and been like, hey, uh, why, you know, we're making a game. We're making a Mega Man um, clone, you know, a Mega Man-like game. And we would love to put you on that, you know, or we would love to get that going somehow and then but it's never really come to fruition like right. so hopefully one day it'll happen but it has not yet <laughs> now you have do you have your own comics as well uh there's a guy who made some comics for me uh j1 studios has done a mega brand language arts comic um but there's there's a few of them online you can get them at j1studios.com uh and there's one hard copy like a like a trade paperback but it's probably out of print. Like if you got it right now, then you got a you got a, a, a collector's item. But um, I would like to get into more comics again. Like maybe reboot, uh, re you know, kind of redo the story and start it over again. Um, so I'm really uh, excited about that opportunity or possibility too, because I've been talking to a couple of comic guys about that. So hopefully that still happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Now, what are you currently? listening to like what are some artists that you're currently listening to on a rotation or what are some artists that you know you want would look forward to working with as far as newer oh, artists wow. not necessarily someone i'd i don't know if how i would sound together with them but there's a really cool group it's a man and woman called buke and gase and uh, they have some really cool stuff. Like, I don't even know how to explain the stuff that they do, but it's really fun. It's pop music, but it's just a really weird indie rock steampunk kind of vibe to it. So I'd recommend anybody check out Buchan Gase. Um, also, really into, um, gosh, I mean, when it comes to hip hop. I'm into uh, the roots. I'm into there's this group called Griselda who's doing oh, some I really love cool Griselda. stuff. Um, anything that they do, I'm, I'm checking for. Um, Wale, I love. Um, man, there's there's a lot of cool stuff right now. Um, there's another band called Sylvan Esso that I really really love. They are a man and woman who makes really cool pop songs. They're from like North Carolina. Um, I just like really weird stuff. Uh, Anamanaguchi is uh, chiptune pop stuff that I really like. Um, anything with the uh, Hatsune Miku is, has been really, really fun and interesting for me to listen to. Uh, the Weeknd's new album is really good. Yeah, was good. Um, so, yeah, there, there's like a few things I'm into right now. But honestly, without being able to get out of the house as much i think most of my music is done on my commute so like when i'm driving someplace so i don't get to listen a whole lot or if i'm cleaning up the house you know that's that's usually when i listen i'm cooking i'm cleaning or you know or driving you know and um if i'm not able to do those things then i don't get to listen a lot 
So now I'm just, and I'm working on something new that I can't talk about, but I think just with the time that we have, I was like, oh, I need to be being creative. So I'm working on a new project that's a uh, top secret thing right now. <laughs> yeah. I finally started, speaking of comics, I finally started, I've been wanting to work on a comic forever. And um, hmm. my wife and I came up with an idea together. Um, so I finally started writing it out last night. And so I've got to get a, get it all, do the outline and get that stuff going. So I was nice. just, yeah, so I'm trying to, you know, I've got a bunch of different projects going right now. So, um, yeah, it's it's a good time. Like you said, we like we talked about, it's a good time to, to take this as an opportunity to to you know work on get a hobby work on something you, that you haven't worked on in a while clean your your house up um i found that like one of the first things i did when i lost my job was i cleaned the house because so i was like all right i gotta clean the house start with a clean house you know cleaned everything top to bottom and then started there and then worked on the next thing and then you just kind of make a list and get yourself going um this is just coming from somebody who's been sit, do, working from home for a little while um mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's crazy right now. It's a crazy time. Um, I've it, the one thing that I have noticed is there's been a lot more like Instagram lives and stuff that's been really cool. There's been a lot more like oh, yeah. interactive things with people. So I think that's going to be like a new when everything's all said and done. I I think that that's going to be a new way that people interact just because it's worked so well. Everybody loves it. Um, and it's like if everybody has their different thing. You can go to different people's pages and they'll have a live. So I'm trying to think of something I can do. I can probably do like a Friday night meal or something. Um, but um, yeah, so I've, I don't want to take up too much of your time. Um, is there any other like stories that you want to tell about, you know, about your life in hip hop or you know, any other messages that you want to get out before we wrap it up here shortly? I mean, you can plug anything you want and I'll also put it in the, uh, in the, the show notes and stuff too. But, um, yeah, I always like to give people that opportunity. Um, thanks. Um, honestly, what I've been doing while I've been home has been doing a lot of live streams, uh, on Twitch. So again, I would say come through and, uh, join us on Twitch. I try to stream at least three times a week. That is twitch.tv slash mega underscore ran. Um, also I do DJ sets, so I'll play some music. Um, I'm doing a live set, uh, pretty soon. I don't know when this is going to air, so I won't do anything dated, but, I do. It have should a, be pretty soon. I haven't decided if it's going to be this weekend or two. I'd probably be on a regular schedule on this Tuesday, so it'll be next okay. this Tuesday that's coming up. So be on the lookout for live performances. There's a bunch of live um, like festivals from home, like live stream festivals that I've been talking to about partnering up on things. So be on the lookout for that. I got this great idea involving that. Um, there'll be new singles coming out at least every couple of weeks. We just put out one, Wiley's Revenge, uh, with uh, produced by the CFOs who do a lot of the WWE's music. Uh, so that is out there now. You can go grab it. should be on Spotify and everywhere. Uh, so, yeah, it'll be a lot more uh, production coming from me. Like, I'll be sitting down making beats more. So you might hear my beats on other folks' stuff. You might hear me rapping. You might hear me playing the guitar. Who knows? I mean, I've just been trying to do so many different creative things. Uh, so we're ramping up the production. So there's going to be podcasts, going to be music. There's going to be live streams. Um, we're just going to be as many opportunities as I can take to be creative. I'll be definitely doing that. So look out for me. I did want to ask you, does you have another minute to 
for a quick question? Sure, I got another minute. So I was going to ask you about wrestling. So I was big into wrestling when I was younger. Um, I kind of fell out of touch with wrestling and not so much into it. But the AEW does kind of have me intrigued. So what would you say would be a good jumping off point for somebody trying to get into wrestling who maybe was in it? Like I was into it when I was a kid, but it's been a while since I've I've watched it. Well, AEW, I think is a good place to go because I think their show's only been on for like four or five months. So, uh, so there's not too much to go back through to, um, but they do a, a really cool show on YouTube called being the elite where they do like kind of a catch up thing, but also like they tell you some stories, the underlying background stuff between a lot of the wrestlers in this weekly uh, program. So it helps you to keep up without having to watch a two, three hour show, um, you know, through a whole bunch of stuff. You know, if you just want to keep up with, okay, well, why does this guy hate this guy? You know, why is this guy friendly with this guy? You know, so I think being the elite will help you a lot. So I think AEW is a good starting point if you're interested in just jumping back in and checking it out. And they have some of the best athletes, some of the best wrestlers in the world. So it's it's all super quality stuff. All right. Um, where can people find you? Did you get a chance to plug Twitter and all that stuff? Oh, well, Twitter is mega ran. Uh, Instagram is mega underscore ran. I'm at mega ran.com for merch. You can go to mega ran merch.com and for music, you can go to mega ran music.com. Um, I try to make it pretty easy. It's all there. You just type in mega ran and, uh, you'll probably see me smiling at you. Give it a thumbs up. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for taking the time. I appreciate it. I know that um, time is precious right now. So thank you for taking the time out of your day. I really do appreciate it. And um, yeah, I'll talk to all my listeners next week and I'll talk to you later. No problem. Thanks for tuning in to the Itty Bitty Podcast. Remember, every episode of the show is available on ittybittypodcast.com. You can find our social media there. And we also have our show Choice Nugs only available there as well. So make sure you head over to the website to find all the information you can. You can sign up for our newsletter and everything to get notified anytime a new episode comes up. So everybody stay safe out there and keep practicing all that social distancing that they keep telling you about. So we'll be back next week. Peace.